Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for September the 3rd, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Welcome to the Labor Day weekend, another big weekend of high school football after last weekend. I don't know if it can get any better. Let's just call it topsy-turvy as the number one, four, and five teams in the High School Football America preseason top 25 go down. De La Salle, number one, losing in Texas to Euless Trinity, and we'll have a chat with Chris Jensen, the head coach at Euless uh, Trinity, first up on the show in just a couple of minutes about that big game. And then number four, earlier in the day on Saturday, losing to number 21, Miami Central, going down 38-14 to DeMatha Elijah Brooks, the head coach at DeMatha, also on tonight's show. Number five, DeSoto losing. They'll try and bounce back with a game against IMG Academy out of Florida this weekend. And uh, for all of you asking, and it's happened a lot this this week. Uh, the poll, it has never been meant to be changed. Uh, we do a preseason poll, which is based on our algorithm and a little bit of opinion. And we have always, since we implemented the algorithm in 2013, waited until everyone got started before we put out our first in-season poll. And with Pennsylvania and New Jersey starting this weekend, Pittsburgh Central Catholic from Pennsylvania, ranked number 22 in the preseason poll. We have a plethora of teams from the uh, Big North United, uh, you know, right on the brink. So we didn't want to drop teams, uh, even though we had all these upsets. And that's what everybody said. Well, you had all these upsets, you've got to do something. No, we don't have to do anything. I guess what I am rethinking is whether preseason polls are necessary. We know they're not. Uh, it doesn't really get started until the games begin on the field uh you know everybody would probably complain if we didn't have a preseason poll so you know we're just gonna you know stick to our guns we believe what we do here at high school football america with our proprietary algorithm is the right thing and uh for all of you that have been chomping at the bit to see where your team has fallen as a result of last week's big upsets uh well check in uh, on Sunday, every Sunday, we are the first to release our poll. Sunday, we will release our first in-season High School Football America Top 25 poll. I will point this out, and I guess I'm going to brag a little bit about it. You know, everybody's saying how huge an upset uh, it was that De La Salle went down. And, and granted, everyone thought De La Salle was going to run, you know, to the national championship without, you know, many bumps in the road. We have... Euless Trinity ranked number 23 in our preseason top 25. No one, no one <laughs> had them in the top 25. So, uh, you know, not as big an upset as you would expect uh, when you use a formula uh, formula like we do for our high school football rankings. So, uh, anyway, big week ahead. Uh Tomorrow night, Bishop Gorman taking on Bingham. That's a matchup of top 25 teams. Bingham number 25, Bishop Gorman number three in the preseason poll, and obviously moving up. I, I did do something last week for, for some of our friends in Allen, who uh, they are the three-time defending national champs. I did run the algorithm, and if we would have put out a poll this week, number one would have been Allen. Number two would have been Bishop Gorman, and number three would have been Mallard Creek from North Carolina. So there are a few. If you're into that sort of thing, that's what would have happened. Uh, another big game this week, and we're going to talk to Coach 
Um, Elijah Brooks from DeMatha about it. DeMatha travels to Florida. Last week, Florida traveled to DeMatha. This week, the Stags go to Florida to take on American Heritage, which is off to a great start. They have a win that doesn't count under the record as they knocked off uh, number 20 in our poll, IMG Academy, in the kickoff classic. That game did not count because of the way things are set up in Florida, but uh, that'll be a dandy matchup there. Hey, uh, make sure that you check out our uh, our other rankings that we're uh, putting out. We have our SoCal Top 25 and our California Top 25. We put out our first California Top 25 ever uh, using our algorithm, and we're going to be spreading the algorithm across the country doing some regional uh, rankings once this weekend is in the books. Looking forward to going to a game tonight, a big game in Southern California, Narbonne and Poly. They're number six and number seven. Uh, Poly six, Narbonne number seven. 19 starters back for the Gauchos of Narbonne. The big news tonight for Poly is five-star quarterback Malik Henry could be in the starting lineup waiting for the paperwork to come through uh, from the CIF, but uh, you know the saga of Malik Henry uh, may come to an end tonight in the game at Narbonne for the Jackrabbits. He, of course, uh, left Westlake here in Southern California, went to IMG for a couple of months. He's a Florida State verbal commit. He came back to Southern California and will uh, maybe be in uniform tonight. We'll have highlights for you on HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com this evening. Speaking of Southern California, looking forward to tomorrow, and we will have Mark Soto, the founder of um, the Honor Bowl on uh, the show tonight. The Honor Bowl, four big games in Southern California, seven great teams from Southern California, plus Eastside Catholic in the uh, top 50 of high school football America. They knocked off Bellevue in the state championship in three and Washington State uh, last year. They will be in the house tomorrow. I'll be traveling with the teams over to Camp Pendleton uh, at nearby, uh, it's right near Oceanside where the four games will play. The Honor Bowl, it merges the best of high school football and honors the uh, the men and women that serve this country uh, currently and our veterans. It's a wonderful event and uh, looking forward tomorrow to seeing uh, how these uh, young men will be inspired as they go to Camp Pendleton and talk to uh, some of the people that defend this country. So looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward now to talking about our partners. You've been hearing about them all season long. We're so excited. Echo 1612 growing leaps and bounds. These guys are the guys that created instant replay on your sideline system. No Wi-Fi, no cellular connection, no data plan. It's coaches doing it for coaches. Yes, coaches invented this. Other people are trying to catch up, and that's why it's called catch up when you're first. You know, everybody's trying to catch up to you. Check them out, echo1612.com. Great group of guys. Again, they're coaches doing it for coaches, not a bunch of eggheads sitting there trying to figure out how to do things. Crossover.com forward slash football. Get your free demo. Crossover, it's compatible with everything, including Huddle. They will break down your game film for you, whether it's yours or your, your opponent that's coming up. They break it down in concise ways. Uh, Jason Strunk, head coach at Lubbock in Texas uh, loves it, uh, loves the tagging. It, it, just, it just saves you all that time. Coaches, you know how much time you spend breaking down game film. You can hear your wife, your girlfriend, your partner, your your children wondering where the heck you are while you're there in the office trying to break down the game film. Crossover will do it for you. It's great. It's cost-effective. Strunky says it's going to save him $10,000 this year. And don't forget to read the turnaround, by the way. Uh, they have Andrews coming up this week to the uh, Lubbock Westerners. You can check it out at High School footballamerica.com. Again, it's crossover with a K.com forward slash football for your free demo or just click on the uh, banner ads that we have on High School Football America for crossover 
and Echo. Also, the good folks at Southern Sport, the TDI Razor, the Spats, the Debris Inhibitor Razor, keeping those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. And boy, they can get all over the place. 23 great colors. You can get a discount on your order by using the code HSFA when you visit their website at TDI Razor, Razor with a U, TDI Razor, R A Z U R.com. And all throughout the weekend, beginning tonight. And actually, we had some games on Tuesday in Arkansas. Make sure you go to our searchable score stream scoreboards. Yes, all of the scores from around the nation. We break it out in many different ways. We've got our top 25 scoreboard on the homepage. We've got state-by-state -state scoreboards. We've got Southern California scoreboards. We've got everything that you need to find your favorite team. And here's the cool part about score stream. You can also get the app. And if you're at a game tonight, score along. Yeah, that's all you have to to do, get the app downloaded in either uh, uh, the iTunes Store or um, Google Play, and you'll have uh, what's becoming one of the hottest apps in the country. I think uh, Derek Owen, the uh, founder of ScoreStream, said they're up to number eight in the iTunes Store when it comes to a sports app. And, uh, whoo, wow, that's a lot of stuff. And uh, finally, reminder, follow along when we're not on the air. Two-minute drill with our partners at USA Today. High School Sports USA Today, HSS.com. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we do uh, our special podcast for them, but uh, we also get to share content back and forth. Uh, Josh Barnett and the gang there at, um, at USA Today, great group of guys. Uh, Jim Halley was on the show a couple of weeks ago when the Super 25 came out. You can go back and listen to that in our archives at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Keep up with the Daily Dose from the 2MD. Uh, Two-Minute Drill at High School Football America. Social media, our Twitter handle, handle is HSFB America. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash High School Football America. Yeah, that's about it. We've got uh, our, our YouTube channel, lots of video up there. We had uh, video, a uh, post-game sound last week. We went to the big game out here, modern day number 18 in our preseason poll. We got that one right. We had them higher than anybody. The Monarchs, a big game against Tesoro coming up tomorrow night. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash HSFB America. Okay, taking a break. Again, our guest tonight on the show, Chris Jensen from Euless Trinity in Texas, Elijah Brooks from DeMatha in Maryland, and Mark Soto from the Honor Bowl. Chris Jensen coming up when we come back. You're listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, You'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? 
The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets be gone. The debris inhibitor razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The debris inhibitor razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The debris inhibitor razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football.
This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Tony the Tiger reminding all you dads out there, whenever you share your love and your passion for the game of football with the kids, you sit down and you do it over a bowl of Frosted Flakes. Well, it's Thursday night, but we uh, we taped this uh, first interview here on Monday, so we're getting the uh, the freshness of the energy. It happened Saturday night. Top-ranked De La Salle traveled to Texas to take on Euless Trinity, and the Trojans come away with a big 26-21 victory, a game that was seen on national television on ESPN2. It's uh, had everything buzzing all week long, and the head coach, uh, Chris Jensen, is on the line to talk about how the Trojans did it, how they came away with a big win, and we're going to talk about his first year. That was a pretty darn big game as well, and he's on the line to talk now. Welcome to the show, Coach. Thank you. Let's uh, let's uh, first start with how it feels. Here, here you are, uh, some I guess less than forty-eight hours away when we're taping this. H- has it worn off yet? And what's the feeling around <laughs> around town yet? Oh, everyone's just proud of our kids. Um, j- just the way uh, the way that they played. They they um, it was a lot of pressure. It could have been a lot of pressure uh, on the kids with the you know obviously the outstanding opponent. Uh, in De La Salle and in the you know nationally televised game, expectations, California, Texas, all the stuff that they'd heard all summer. Um, I was just proud of how they handled all of that and 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 the way they played. And really, it it came to the point where um, you know it looked like De La Salle could go down and score at the end. And uh, even if that had happened, I would have still been proud of the way our kids performed. Uh, they they played a, a clean game, they played a hard-fought game, and and uh, just uh, it was really a, one of the classic uh, Trinity-style football games uh, that I've been a part of, and I've been here 15 years. So it, just overall, just proud of the kids. Chris Jensen on the line on High School Football America tonight. Uh, now no longer the new head coach. He's actually got a game under his belt. He was the offensive coordinator. As you said, you've been there for a long time under uh, the legendary Steve Lineweaver. We'll talk about that in a second. But I, I guess, uh, is it all downhill for the rest of your head coaching career? You start by beating <laughs> Dallas. Do you just say, ah, that's it? No, I'm just teasing. Yeah. How, how much pressure was on you? I, we, you talked about the kids, but did you feel any pressure starting your career against a fairly decent program? <laughs> Man, they, those guys are super good. I'm telling you, they are every bit as good as everyone said said they were going to be. Um, no, I, you know, pressure is self inflicted. You know, it's just one of those things that um, you just we we just kind of got tunnel vision and focused on us and not everything else. And, and it was getting our team as as good as we could get it and and play our best game. Uh, then we can live with the result. And if if you truly do that, you take the pressure off yourself and. And uh, if you do come up short and you played your best game, then you can live with the result. Um, so, you know, I've been, you know, people ask me about the pressure. It wasn't nearly as much pressure as I felt calling plays for, for several years. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it, it was uh, those guys do, you know, the game night pressure on, on those offensive and defense coordinators is, is really big because, you know, they've really got to be, uh, you know, thinking on their toes and, and uh, the head coach is, is uh, I, I never say that, you know, the hay is in the barn or whatever type thing, you know, once we finish practice. But uh, the head coach is, is does a majority of his work leading up to the game and then uh, just kind of manage it once it starts. So I think one of the things that took the pressure off is that we were actually the underdog. And, mm-hmm. 
fortunately, we're in a program where I, I think I can count on one hand where we've been the underdog over the last 15 years. So that gave us a little bit of freedom, too. We weren't expected to win. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, I think our kids bought into the fact that you can play the role of the underdog, but it's important to believe that uh, you know, you're going to win the football game. You know, yep. so. Makes sense, makes sense. Chris Jensen on the line tonight. Euless Trinity picking up a huge win on Saturday, uh, knocking off uh, top-ranked De La Salle, ranked number one by us by uh, USA Today and Max Preps. Uh, before we dive into some of the players and, and kind of talk about that, uh, we mentioned Coach Lineweaver and, and obviously you taking over for him. I think I read somewhere you're 22 years together. I had the pleasure of seeing you guys uh, 2010 against Parolin in the championship game in person. And what I saw on TV on Saturday night, it didn't look like there was a whole lot of change between a line weaver team and a Chris Jensen team. What were the biggest changes, if any, that you made during spring ball and since you've taken over to get you to the point you were on Saturday night? Well, uh, you know, when when the administration decided to hire from within and, and I ended up getting the job, uh, the, the, the whole kind of thinking behind the whole thing was to continue um, what has been laid in place. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... There, there was not a lot to change. Uh, we, you know, we're always looking for ways to improve our program, and that's no different than when Coach Lineweaver was here. We're always looking for ways to, to make changes if it's going to help us. But um, the biggest change that I made was, you know, replacing myself. I didn't lose any coaches uh, over the over the you know coaching transition. We had the exact same staff in place, and then I was able to hire uh, Gerald Brixey. Uh, as offensive coordinator who comes from the same background uh, as I did um, with the Katie offense, Katie down in the Houston area. And uh, so he actually coached there, and that's where we got our offense in, in 2001. So the the base of the offense the and the mentality of the offense didn't change because we hired a guy that, that mm-hmm. is from that same system. Chris Jensen on the line tonight. Uh, Euless Trinity, uh, we're taping this on Monday, so they're very fresh off the victory over De La Salle. And uh, you, you had some, some good talent coming back at the skill position. You had some good talent coming back. Let's talk about some of the kids you were real proud of on Saturday night that, that were able to step up and, and, and get you to that victory. Uh, yeah, well, obviously, you know, uh, J. Ron Wilson was – that was his 29th game for us. I mean, he's played two 14-game seasons with us, and we knew what we had with him, and he just gets better and better. Um, and then Tyler Nat, that this was his – this is his second season to ever play quarterback. So so he was better and more confident going into this. And the um, same with Tyler. Uh, Tyler had played his entire sophomore and junior year with us. So some experience in there. Uh, especially in the first game with no matter who you play in that first game, there's some first game jitters and uh, to have some, some solid uh, veteran guys in there to, to lead us was, was big. Um, You know, our offensive line played really well. That's probably the best defensive front uh, we've, we've gone against uh, ever. Uh, You know, and that's saying something, they were solid, well-coached physical group and and our offensive line uh, held up and even got better of them some. And, uh, you know, it was just overall offensively just a a, a very gritty uh, performance. And then the defensive side of the ball, uh, we didn't have – we only had uh, two returning starters, but we had several guys that 
contributed a lot in the previous year. So um, we were really happy with the with the, with the amount of. Uh, we just made a few less mistakes, a few fewer mistakes than De La Salle did, and and that was the difference in the game. You know, you're always going to have first game mistakes. Exactly. We exactly. Just made a few less. Chris Jensen on the line, Euless Trinity's new head coach. Uh, now one game in the books, one and zero as his uh, career record as the head coach, and not a bad one against De La Salle. Uh, coach, one of the things that gets talked about all the time when you you play a De La Salle is their offense isn't something you see a lot in the Veer and all that. Uh, they, I would assume that uh, your your scout team and your your defensive guys in there going against uh, the the offense going against the defense probably helped. How, how did you prepare for that offense going into the game? Well, that was a that was a chore for our defense uh, to get that look, and um, you know it, it was it was something our defensive coaches did a great job in in training our scout offense mm-hmm. uh, to give to give a picture that that was you know realistic because it that's the you know the the triple option is something that you can't just put on <laughs> in in a week or two you know so. Um, they had to they had to do a good job of of at least getting uh having some imagination in that we may not have a great execu- you know a mm-hmm. well executed play by our scout team but we can work on fitting and, and responsibility football and uh, one of the things our defensive staff did is they didn't use a football uh there was they didn't use a football when they ran the you know the the outside veer or whatever um and trying to get our kids, it doesn't matter where the ball is. You know, one guy has dive, one has quarterback, one has pitch. So I thought that was pretty creative on their part. And now the big question, uh, a season is not won in one game. Uh, Texas, as we know, is a meat grinder, especially at the level you guys play at. You've got some big district games coming up in District 7 there. But ha- what are you going to do this week? This is Monday when we're talking. What are you going to do to bring the kids off of this and say, okay, guys, <laughs> we're just 1-0 right now? Right. Well, we addressed that today with the kids is, uh, you know, the the biggest improvement seems to be uh, within any football season that the week between the first game and the second game, uh, you've, you've played at the at full speed and uh, we're blessed that we play a tough schedule. And this is, a, you know, Dallas Isle is as tough as anybody. Um, you, you see what you can and can't do. Um, and, and you, you fix the mistakes that you made and, and show improvement uh, against the Rockwall team that we're going to be playing Friday night. Uh, just fix something is what we say. Um, it just whatever mistakes you made, make new ones. Don't keep making the same mistakes over and over and, uh, and show improvement. And that's, that's one of the things about playing such a good team early is, you know, we're not afraid to lose a game early because we're, we know we're going to learn from it and it'll pay off. And before we let you go here, you, you talked about uh, how much it was important for the uh, the defensive guys to get to get your, yourself together going into game one. And, and, and certainly you said you've kept the staff. So why don't we give some props to some of this coaching staff that got it done too. It wasn't just the kids. It wasn't just you. Let's get some of those unsung uh, coaches a, a little bit of, of prep here, a prop here, and, and talk about them. Uh, get, get them in by name so uh, the audience knows who they are. Well, our offensive line coach has been here 15 years, Craig Kanzler. He did another great job. It doesn't matter who we're playing or what they run on defense. He does the same thing over and over and over, and that's what makes those guys good. Uh, very routine-oriented guy. And uh, I mentioned Gerald Brixey, our new offensive coordinator. That was a big win for him because he was under his own pressure being the new guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then you know Jay Fitch and David Ryan also with our offensive staff uh, just pitching in and and really kind of covering it's kind of been a reorganized uh, rearranged I guess offensive staff slightly and our receiver coach TJ Culberson did a great job getting those guys ready kind of learning some of the new terminology nothing too major but some some new things and then on the other side of the ball uh, Donald Tryon um, again been here 15 years and um, he just he put together a good plan where the kids could play fast and uh, Will Averett our secondary coach kept him from Hitting the big one, well, they overthrew one, but we won't say anything. <laughs> um, and the linebacker coach John Thompson, Dave Everett, uh, and D line coach Moses Vakalahi, all those guys, they just uh, everyone. It was a huge win for the whole staff, you know, kind of just being. We've all been here forever, but if we kept getting called the new, <laughs> we're the new staff, you know. But it, it was it was a good. It was a, couldn't be a better start. Well, that's why I wanted to get uh, you to get their names in there because, like I said, it, uh, you, just one person doesn't do it. And uh, oh, the, no. now I'm going to give you the 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 the, the final uh, question as as we go away here and and move on, which is um, as as you look back on it, and 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 now you're going to walk into a booster club meeting. Again, we're taping this, yeah. folks, on Monday night. Now, I'm assuming you're the toast of the town. Can you even imagine what the reception's going to be like when you walk in there tonight? I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a lot better than I had envisioned. <laughs> <laughs> that's and let's leave it that. Like George Casanza, go out on a high note. I like that. Yeah, way. <laughs> that's right. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Well, Coach, thank you so much. Congratulations and uh, continued success throughout the year for you and your team. And appreciate you joining us tonight. Well, thanks for your interest. Thank you very much. Yep. Taking a break. Coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. 
The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Tony the Tiger reminding all you dads out there whenever you sit down and love, share that love and passion for the game of football with the kids, you do it over a bowl of Frosted Flakes. Well, you just heard Chris Jensen uh, down in Texas talk about Ulysses Trinity's huge win over uh, former number one in the USA Today Super 25 De La Salle. And uh, just as big a win, uh, maybe overshadowed a little bit because it came first in the day, but on ESPN was uh, the huge win by DeMatha out of Maryland taking down uh, former number two Miami Central from Florida. Uh, a, a win that was just kind of never in doubt from about the uh, 
second quarter on, 38-14 the final. The Stags were actually up 38-0, and uh, they've got a tough schedule due to the Stags, and uh, they've got a big one coming up this weekend as now they have to travel down to the Miami area to take on American Heritage from Plantation and Coach Elijah Brooks, who uh, has to get the team off of the high of Saturday and looking ahead to this Saturday is on the line to talk about what was a great win and what could be a great season ahead. Welcome to the show, Coach. Thanks a lot. I appreciate the invitation. Well, we we're happy to have you on here. You, you've done some great things since taking over the program there in 2011. You were an alum. We'll talk about that uh, on this little conversation here. But let's just start with uh, dialing it back a little bit. And I know we, we've already kind of looked ahead to who you have Saturday, but what, what was the feeling you know, around campus and on the team this week after such a great performance on national television Saturday? What, how much excitement was in, in the locker room and, and on campus? Well, you know, I think, uh, you know, it was phenomenal. Um, our entire program, our entire domestic community was extremely excited and proud of, of our performance. Uh, this is, uh, that, that was a game that we were looking forward to, um, you know, since the, uh, the winter. Uh, so, you know, it, it's something that, uh, we, we, we had our eyes on for a long time. It was great that our kids came out and performed well. And, um, it just created a, a great atmosphere. Uh, here in our Damascus community. And and uh, doesn't get any easier, uh, aside from the fact you've got American Heritage coming up. You've got uh, LaSalle from Pennsylvania, a great Philadelphia Catholic League school there. Uh, you've also got, obviously, your Washington Catholic Association uh, schedule coming up and your, your arch rival there at uh, Good Council. But let's let's talk about, uh, you know, how you, uh, as the coach, have to make these kids realize that nothing was won other than game one on Saturday. And you've got a long trip to, to Miami coming up this weekend what were some of the things you talked to the kids about you know that's definitely a challenge when you when you're dealing with you know 16 17 18 year olds is you know you win a big game and you know you have everyone telling you how great you are and you know it's important for us to to refocus and get these guys um ready to go uh to play a great um uh team in american heritage so what we've done is uh you know we we just you know made sure we focus on uh, going, you know, one and zero this week, and and make sure that we we let them know and see how good American Heritage is. Um, they, I think they understand that we can't afford to walk into you know this game not prepared. So um, our guys have, have refocused and and they've had a good week of practice so far, and uh, we're we're ready to head to Florida in a couple of days. And obviously, uh, you know, American Heritage, a pretty darn good football team, knocking off uh, in the kickoff classic, didn't count in their records, uh, knocking off IMG Academy, number two at the time in the uh, Super 25 for USA Today. Uh, American Heritage is now in the top 25, and you guys have put yourself in position for a national championship, number three this week. Um, one of the things that I, I like to talk about, and I've done this with several coaches, especially as more and more of these big interstate matchups come down, as private schools have to go, you know what? It's like to try and schedule now uh, these long trips. It's tough as the team that's got to travel. You got about a thousand mile trip. Uh, Miami Central had the same thing. Uh, that's also a hurdle. Uh, aside from the fact that you know you got to go on the road and play another tough team, is there anything special that you're doing to to get the kids ready for a trip like that? I don't know. Maybe you have some kids that have never even been on a plane. But what what's what's the logistics like for you? You know that it's it's always you know tough to travel and especially travel you know such a far distance. Um, what we try to do is, is, is you know try to keep it as college prep as we can. You know we try to keep the guys on a tight schedule. 
Um, you know, try to allow them to have some downtime, but making sure that they, you know, remember that they're on a business trip. But ultimately, you know, it's nothing like, you know, playing at home, you know, where you're you're in your comfort zone, in your own bed, you know. Um, so it's something that, you know, no matter what, you know, you have to get adjusted to. Um, we've had guys who've traveled before, so the experience does help. And, you know, we're hoping and we're confident that, uh, we'll be able to handle it the right way. Talking with Elijah Brooks tonight, the uh, head coach at uh, DeMatha High School, a huge win over Miami Central this past Saturday, a big game coming up against American Heritage and, and maybe a, a real special 2015 ahead of you. Let's uh, kind of go back now to Saturday and talk about some of the players that, that did wonderful things for you. But before we go there, uh, you know, a lot of people were just uh, – uh, just you know, astounded by what happened to your your very good wide receiver Daryl Turner Jr. I know he's out for the year, a broken fibula. First off, how, how's he doing? And uh, I, I'm I know the team probably rallied around Saturday. I wasn't there, but we saw that kind of happen on the broadcast. How's Daryl doing? You know, Daryl's doing okay. Um, he, he's as good as he can be. You know, um, you know, suffering suffering the injury, and you know, I think uh, he, he's such an incredible kid. You know, he. He missed his sophomore season, um, you know, because of a broken broken left leg. And and so to see a kid uh, work so hard to get back and uh, have such a great junior campaign, you know, he was truly excited for the sophomore season. So, um, you know, he's confident. We're all confident he'll make a, a you know, full recovery. But uh, no one can get around. He was the heart and soul of our team um, and, and, you know, a senior captain. Um, the loss hurts, and, and, and our heart goes out to him. Uh, you know, he, he wanted to um, have a fantastic senior year, but he'll just have to contribute in other ways, and we know he'll do that. And and it's one of those weird things as a coach. You obviously never want to see something, you know, as horrific as that happen, but uh, in, in some ways it, it seemed like the kids rallied, which, you know, teenagers, you never know how that can go with them. I mean, did you kind of feel that while it was one of the worst parts of the game, it may have at some point gotten the kids to that level to kind of sort of win one for Daryl, if you, if you will? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, we like you said, you don't want to see a kid go down um, with the, with the injury like that. Um, but there was no doubt in my mind that we would not win that game. And our kids, they they were going to fight their tails off in order to make sure they won it for 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 Daryl. So, um, and, and it happened. And uh, you know, the team is is going to use it for motivation going forward. So, um, you know, we 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 much rather have them. Uh, but we're going to try to, you know, turn this into a positive as best we can. Talking with Elijah Brooks tonight on High School Football America, head coach at uh, DeMatha High School. He's uh, an alum, took over when he was 27 years old and uh, has done a wonderful job there. A couple of uh, back-to-back, or he's won back-to-back uh, Washington Catholic Athletic Association Conference uh, championships. They're 1-0 after the big win over Miami Central. Uh, you had a lot of kids coming back, 18, but uh, you, you had a, a quarterback there in both. English, who uh, was taking control of the offense, uh, a couple of touchdowns running, a couple throwing, uh, played a big role in that game. So tell me how you thought Bo did and where you think his upside could be this year as far as improvement between game one and two. Um, Bo had a fantastic game. You know, you could definitely see the growth uh, from him from last year. Uh, just had a great command of the offense, uh, got us in the right plays many times, uh, threw the ball with, with confidence, and then uh, just brought, you know, that, that intrinsic leadership 
um, that those intangibles that you want out of your quarterback. So, you know, we're hoping he can he continues and builds from from game one and continues to lead this team. Uh, again, it's probably hard to point to any one kid because it was a total team effort in Saturday's win against Miami Central. You guys have uh, the staff. Uh, you've had a chance to break down the film. Let's get some names of kids in here that you thought just absolutely stepped up and did a wonderful uh, job, whether it's on the offense or defensive side. Let's give some kudos and get some names in here for your kids well definitely i want to i want to highlight our our defensive side of the ball who who definitely set the tone and kept us um in the game um uh, so our, our bookends at defensive end um shane simmons you know all american performer um going to penn state uh chase young uh who was named you know the player of the game um on saturday uh sophomore austin fontaine as a deep tackle really uh, you know, held it down on the inside and, and had a, a blocked field goal, which turned into seven points. And senior captain Sean Ola with Timmy um, did a fantastic, fantastic job. Uh, you know, I can I can talk about my entire defense. Um, it was just a it was a true effort on the defense side of the ball. Those guys did a fantastic job. You know, offensively, uh, you know, you had running back Lorenzo Harrison, who's a University of Maryland commit who had a game-changing play on the punt return that got us in good position to, to score our, our first touchdown. We talked about Bo English at, at quarterback. And then you can't forget about the offensive line, who did a phenomenal job of protection um, and, and helping them get the running game going. Terrence Davis, Elijah Johnson, um, and, and Victor Ola with Timmy at center. And, and can't forget about Marcus Minor. So, again, I, you know, I can go on for days. You know, there's a lot of, um, praise to to give out, but uh, those are guys that you know definitely stood out. Yeah, and 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 you know I I did the same thing with Chris Jensen down at Euless Trinity, um, especially when you play the first game of the season and you 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 get that whole two week period to kind of focus, or you really have a whole year sort of to focus on Miami Central, just like they did De La Salle. Let's not leave out your your staff either, because they they did a, a great job to prepare these kids. So uh, you know let's kind of tout your staff here a little bit, get some names in there, guys that that you know it wasn't you. You're getting all the glory you're on the, the show here and all that but who are some of those guys on the staff there that deserve the credit too yeah you're absolutely right i mean you know we're only you know we're only as good as, as, as our, our assistant coaches and you know i have to start with our defensive coordinator dino camel who's you know one of the best in the country he you know he coached me here at Dematha. you know has been coaching over 30 years did a fantastic job also on the defense side of ball marco hardy um, who, who really uh, broke down, um, you know, uh, Central's game plan and, and what they wanted to do. Fantastic job on the defense. Um, offensively, um, our offensive coordinator, Mark Goodson, uh, Dartmouth grad, uh, he was a quarterback coach until uh, I promoted him to offensive coordinator. You know, did a great job of, of calling plays. And, um, you know, so all the way around, you know, our, our staff, man, they, they put in so much work to get prepared. Um, for for uh, Saturday's game, and uh, they, they put in so much time, and I'm just glad to have them a part of, the, uh, of our program. Elijah Brooks on the line, Dematha High School, taking front and center here on High School Football America. And uh, coach, I mentioned uh, you took over the program. You're an alum, uh, 27 years old. You've been there since 11, so now you're kind of a veteran. Where where do you think you've improved? I mean, you took over a program at a young age. How how have you improved? Where have you improved as a head coach? Definitely, you know, you learn every single year, you know, and, and every team is different. Uh, I, I definitely think that I've always had a good feel 
um, of, of, of the team and, and, you know, have the respect of, of the players. Um, but, so you know, I learn so much each and every year from, you know, mistakes made in games, whether it's, you know, calls, whether it's personnel uh, decisions. Um, you know, just, you know, every single year, you know, you learn something new, um, you try not to make the same mistakes, and you try to learn from, from guys who've been in the program, or excuse me, um, been in coaching for, for so many years. So I go to so many clinics, and you can never um, stop learning the game, you know. So every year uh, I learn something new or multiple things um, that just help me with my craft, and I just try to get better every day. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm still long. I have a long way to go. Um, I'm just, you know, taking it one day at a time. Talking with uh, Elijah Brooks tonight, DeMatha High School's head coach, big win over Miami Central on Saturday. Big game coming up uh, this week against American Heritage out of Plantation, and then uh, you get a little week off before LaSalle and all that. So let's uh, let's also uh, kind of discuss uh, one, uh, a couple of the things that you're going to work on here. Uh, uh, coach Jensen at Euless Trinity said, you know, the biggest he finds the biggest uh, improvement during a season to be between game and one because game one and game two because you finally got to go full speed last week uh, do you feel the same way and what are you working on heading into Saturday's game well I definitely hope so you know as coaches you know they always say you know your biggest improvement is from week one to week two and I'm certainly hoping so um, I, I didn't think our offense got in a rhythm until the second half of, of this last game I don't think we can afford to do that against um, an explosive uh, American Heritage uh, team we're going to have to come out from the very beginning and be able to control the ball and, and do some good things on, on offense. Um, we have to cut down our penalties. Uh, we, we, we had a, a, around 11 or 12 penalties, um, over you know 100 and something yards and, and, and penalty yards. So um, we cannot you know do that on the road against against a nationally ranked team. It, it just can't happen. So you know I'm definitely hoping that we, we cut out all the personnel um, issues getting on and off the field. Um, a lot of penalties that, that we made and just the execution issues that we had in the first week, it has to improve in, in week two if we're going to be successful. And then uh, let's just wrap up since uh, we got a national audience here listening, and I know it's down the road, the last regular game of the season, but you tend to meet the last game of the regular season and then again in the postseason, usually for a championship, the arch-rival Good Council there. For the people that don't know the rival between uh, rivalry between DeMatha and Good Council, let's give them a little bit of a snapshot. Uh, you, you two guys uh, see each other a lot and you, you respect, but I'm, I'm sure it's a, it's a good heated rivalry. So give the, give the listeners a little bit of a snapshot of it. You know, uh, we, we have been battling uh, for, for over the last um, 15 years and um, just, you know, a, a rivalry in which both programs respect each other, well coached, all the kids have competed since they've played in, 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 in youth ball. And um, there have been uh, competitive games that usually go down uh, to the wire. Um, we're, we're fortunate to, you know, have won the last um, eight out of 12 championships they won the, the four of, of 12 and you know it, no matter what the uh, records uh, that we'll have going into that last game it all goes out the window um, you know we, we face off and, and there, there, there's always a hard fought game and you know if you win the regular season uh, matchup you know it, you don't have much to look forward to because you're likely to see them <laughs> in two weeks you know so um it's just one of those things where uh, we cannot afford to 
have a letdown at, um, at all until we've reached the end of November. Yeah, uh, you play too close together for that. Elijah Brooks on the line. Last question, Coach, and, and you know, back in the day, uh, and I think most coaches will use Coach Speak on this, which is it is a game at a time, and if we win all our games, you know, uh, mythical national championships take care of themselves and all that, but uh, it's kind of changed, I think, through the years. Uh, actually, uh, Coach Smith down at Miami Central told me when I saw him a couple of weeks ago in Miami, you know, we're playing for a national championship your win puts you in that position, uh, being ranked as highly as you are in the USA Today Super 25. Um, can you kind of give us a little bit of a, a quote here, what a national championship means, or is it something as a coach you just like, guys, don't look at that stuff? Well, it, it's something that we definitely look at. Uh, I'm not going to hide or, or run away from it. Um, it's a goal that, you know, we set for our program. And, uh, you know, we've done well regionally, but, um, we really want to take our program to the next level, and it's a carrot that we're definitely uh, chasing. I mean, it would um, mean a lot that um, it's something that it has not been done here at the Matha with all of our accomplishments. So it, it's something that we talk about. It's something that is a great goal to keep our guys focused, and um, you know, it, it would it would mean the world to our program if if at the end of the season we could say that. You know, we finished number one in, in the polls. Coach, well, you know, you've got the schedule to do it. You obviously picked up that huge win, a big big week ahead. We wish you uh, success and safe travels and uh, a great 2015 ahead. Thanks for joining us on the show tonight. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks again. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Echo 1612. Coaches, if you're not using instant replay on your sidelines with Echo 1612, you're behind your competition. Check them out at echo1612.com. Well, it's become a yearly occurrence. Uh, right around the beginning of September, we bring in uh, Mark Soto, uh, the co-founder of the Honor Group and the Honor Bowl that will be played this weekend in uh, Southern California at Oceanside High School. Uh, Oceanside, the alma mater of Junior Seau, uh, Hall of Famer now, of course, and the, the tragic story there. But uh, today we're going to focus on the uh, what is a great weekend of high school football, but more importantly, when it comes to this game, it's also about honoring the nation's military, uh, Cape Camp Pendleton, right around the corner from Oceanside. And Mark Soto has just done a wonderful job of growing this. And, and by the way, let me just, before I bring Mark in here, let you know the lineup. It's a good one. Uh, Friday night, two games. Uh, Colony from California, one of the top teams out here. Alamania is ranked in our SoCal Top 25 at number 11. Then Oceanside taking on Eastside Catholic from Washington. They snapped Bellevue's 67-game uh, win streak last year. They're ranked number 37 in the High School Football America preseason Top 50. Then on Saturday, Oaks Christian coming off a huge win over Notre Dame of Sherman Oaks. Uh, last week takes on Cathedral Catholic, a great program from the San Diego area. And then the, uh, the cherry on top of the Sunday, 7.30. Uh, Saturday night, Corona Centennial, nationally ranked at uh, number six in our poll against Sarah, number five in the SoCal Top 25. A great lineup, but again, for a great cause, and Mark Soto is on the line. Welcome back, Coach. Glad to have you here. Jeff, it's always a pleasure, man. You just be your great friend. You've become a, you become a warrior with our cause. 
And uh, thank you so much for having me on. Well, thank you for those kind words. And uh, folks, I, I, I've seen Mark in person. Uh, it, it's like the military. Your, your staff of volunteers there. It's military precision <laughs> precision to get this thing <laughs> off and going. I know that. And, uh, you know, the games speak for themselves. But whenever we have you on here, we, we really want to talk more, uh, you know, military first. And I know on Friday, tomorrow, I'm going to be able to uh, join you and, and, and the teams that are going over to Pendleton. So let's start there with this yeah. weekend and what it means and how you tie these football games into a, a celebration of America's, you know, the people that are defending us now and the veterans. Well, you know, the event all came together from the passion of a father, and that's, you know, myself and, and a coach, a football coach. And, uh, you know, I have a son that's an injured Marine. I have another son that just retired out of the Army. Um, and it was because of their deployments that uh, I saw them go while I was coaching on the football field on. And, you know, many friends were killed, many friends were wounded, that we decided that we'd put this event together to, to honor the, the men and women of our own armed forces. You know, today, so many kids are, they, they, they get lost on what a hero looks like. Uh, it's not Batman, it's not Superman. We believe it's the men and women of our own forces that fight for our freedom. So what we do is we bring these teams into uh, Southern California right near the beach. And because of our location right near Camp Pendleton, we have an excellent relationship with the Marine Corps. We, um, uh, uh, the buses uh, that the teams arrive in come early and they're able to tour the Wounded Warrior Battalion at uh, Camp Pendleton. And this is a very, very emotional tour. Uh, you know, they, they go through the therapy center. They get talked to by commanders. They're met by a Gold Star mother whose son was killed in 2010. And she inspires them about the story of her son, by the way, who was a football player. So um, we wrap it all in, and the kids take that tour. They get a free lunch. And then later on that night, all four teams that are taking that tour play, play their games. Nobody wants to lose this game after that tour. It is really <laughs> inspiring and emotional. And you'll see, Jeff, firsthand, because I know you're, t you're attending it this year. It's extremely emotional. And these kids leave ready to go and get on that gridiron and play. So uh, Friday night's going to be great. We're honoring uh, Junior Seau's family, as you know, um, Hall of Fame uh, uh NFL football athlete, well-known in Oceanside High School, went to that school. Um, uh, and we want to we give tribute to, uh, to the man that uh, uh, is so loved out here in this community. So we're going to do something real special for him and his family out on the football field. And then we've got um, American Sniper, the gentleman Scott McEwen, who wrote the book, American Sniper is also going to be there, and he's got he's bringing some special guests. I'm not going to let it leak out, but it's going to be a great, great Friday night here <laughs> in Oceanside. And I you know I've been walking around to some of the stores here, and they see me with my shirt on, and they're talking about it. The community's a buzz for Friday night, and then Saturday we reenact it all into another two games that you know it's going to be a stellar Saturday event with Cathedral Catholic and um, Oaks going at it. And by the way, they demanded that rematch last year. They were in our event last year. And as they were walking off the field, both coaches walked up to me, thanked me for being in the event, and said, we want to do this again next year. We want to re-rack because they played right to the final minute. I remember. Right? And then it was an amazing, exciting game. And then the marquee game, Jeff, between Sarah and Centennial, 
I mean, you already talked about Centennial's ranking in your poll. Other polls have them at one of the top three in the nation. And I've been talking to their coaches. We, we had several talks with their coaches yesterday. These guys are jacked up. It is going to be an amazing night. Sarah's going to be debuting their new uh, Nike uniform that nobody has seen. And evidently, Nike made a special uniform for them for this event. So we're excited. Uh, it's a, it's going to be a great night. Yeah. Great two nights. Yeah, it is. I had a chance to see, by the way, Corona Centennial in their scrimmage against Santa Margarita. They they look real, real good, that's for sure. And uh, Corona's probably ranked higher. We just don't do our first set of rankings until uh, until Sunday because of our algorithm. So, yeah, the Huskies are better than their preseason number six. We're talking with Mark Soto tonight on High School Football America. We're talking the Honor Bowl at Oceanside High School in Oceanside, California, a beautiful community. Uh, great facility and and again it's more about uh, you know uh, having high school football honor our nation's military and you're right Mark I'm going to enjoy Friday morning going to be a little early but I'm going to go and enjoy that emotion and and, and get to see it let's um, you know talk about you you mentioned already that Oaks Christian and Cathedral said hey we want to do this again we want to go head to head again Uh, I know a lot of these teams in the field I know Corona Centennial Matt Logan just loves what you guys do Sarah played Bellevue from Washington last year Oceanside's yeah. been in there. Tell me a little bit about um, why you think it is that these coaches, uh, you know, go out of their way to be a part of the Honor Bowl uh, for many of them for several years and several years running. Um, they love the education. Um, you know, these these are all student athletes, right? They're they're in high school. They're studying. They're playing sports. Um, I've had principals. I've had coaches i've had a uh, uh, booster of moms and dads i mean the emails we get the kids or the student athletes leave educated and they leave with a new sense of pride when they walk off that field they have innocently given back by their athleticism in saying thank you to our military veterans and we go in the locker room with a drill instructor and they hear that from the drill instructors about how important this game is to the veterans that are in this community and up in those stands and you're honoring them innocently through your play these the the, the athletes and the and the and the coaches they leave educated that's why matt logan when uh, he was putting his schedule together early in the year he called me and said coach we're being invited to places around the nation but we want to be in your event every year Every year we want to be here in that. I've heard that from Altenburg over at Sierra. I've heard that from Riddell over at uh, Oaks Christian. They love the inspiration, the education behind the event, and that's what we're all about. Our motto is it's more than a football game, and that's what we want to get across. Mark Soto on the line on High School Football America tonight, the Honor Bowl in Oceanside. If you're anywhere near, check it out. It is great, great football. The pomp and circumstance that you put on. I know uh, uh, the the skydivers last year, the the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're going to have to help me out here because I'm probably going to misspeak it. But I remember the presentation of the helmet and 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 the rifle. Uh, what is that called? I remember you, you you did that before the Bellevue Sarah game last year. It, it, there wasn't like a, a peep in the house during that. Can you explain that to the listeners? That was a magical part of of the whole event, and we plan on doing that again this year. What we do is we have Gold Star parents that have lost their kids in war. They come out and they build what what is called in the military a battle cross. Extremely emotional, 
highly um, ceremonial, usually not done um, unless you are at a funeral, uh, military funeral or mm. if you're on a military base and, um, and someone has, has been killed in action. Well, I, the education aspect of what we're doing with this event, we want to get that across. So we build that cross again. And none of those um, athletes or communities have ever seen the emotionalism behind that. You saw it, Jeff, and mm-hmm. you felt it. There wasn't a dry eye in that stadium. And we plan on bringing that back both nights this year because it was so tremendously impactful. And, and I heard so much greatness about that that we plan on doing this. And by the way, let me tell you something, Jeff, and I know your this radio show fits a lot of people. Um, we are always looking for teams, always looking for people that want to be involved with some of that. And if there's anybody out there that's listening, please contact us because the event is growing, and we're very open to hearing from teams across the nation that would like to take the trip to San Diego. We're five blocks from the beach. My God, buddy. So um, <laughs> we'd like to get all more teams involved from across the nation so that their kids, their coaches, their community can become educated. Yeah, no, and that's actually what I was just going to ask you. You know, uh, I personally have reached out to uh, our friends at Good Council in Maryland, one of our uh, top 25 teams this year, and they're definitely going to call you about this coming up, and, and you're right. I think there's nothing but the sky's the limit here. Hey, one of the things that you won't say, and I always say, this and I think this is important and, and I think people have known me through the years and you know I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that will speak the truth um, you know not a big fan of recruiting services understand their purpose in the in the sport uh, and, and promoters of events and what I'll say folks is you know Mark and his staff they're not taking money this is a 501c3 which means it's a nonprofit. this is yeah. not about trying to you know beat their chest and say look who we brought to Southern California this is about an event that is truly about education. And like I said, Mark, I, I always feel like I have to do that because I never want it to be misconstrued. If I'm saying it, that means that, you know, <laughs> you guys are doing the right thing. And, and you know, I, I think that's, you know, that's the, you started talking about, you know, uh, looking for people to come around, you know, come out here. But can you see this event, you know, uh, growing and, and, and one day soon where we'll see that there will be a, an honor bowl in a Florida, in a Georgia, a Texas, wherever it might be. I mean, is that, is that sort of the goal that you have in mind? Yes, there's been, there's been talk about that, but I think you hit it on the, on the nose right there. I don't know if, if uh, sponsors don't like the fact that we're not a promoter type of, of, of company organization, I should say. Um, oh, you're right. All of the money that we raise from the ticket sales to the sponsors, the gates all goes back to the promotion of what we're trying to do to help our military veterans. The whole staff is not paid. So we, we don't have a lot of money that we could offer a Maryland team to fly out. And, and, and you know, it's got, there's an element of fundraising that they got to do mm-hmm. in order to be in this event. But I could tell you this, my friend, we have been approached to take it um, to other states, but it takes money and it takes, you know, the school and the school district to get involved and, and wrap their arms around what we do. And more and more are trying to get it. I believe after what they see this year, um, we're going to see some of that feedback come back in a bigger way. But, um, yeah, it's, we would love to do that. Um, uh, we'd also like to have more schools raise their hand to come out here to San Diego. I mean, can you imagine a team from Maryland playing the best of the best of L.A.? I mean, it's just good stuff, and all of it to raise money for military veterans. It's, um, 
I think it's, and they leave educated, Jeff. Yep. So, um, it's a win win. It is a win win, Mark, as always. We appreciate your time coming on here. We appreciate what you do for the student athletes, for the military. It is a great thing. And, folks, uh, please, if you're in the area, check it out. Uh, if not, we'll have uh, the video from Friday up on our website. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're right, Mark. I mean, it, it, we need to have the best of the best come out here because we know we've got good, good, <laughs> good teams out here. Uh, how, how wonderful will it be to actually have them all in, in one spot for a good reason uh, than just uh, just to play on television. So, Mark, thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you on Friday you, and Saturday. Take care. Thank you. Thank oh. you very much, Jeff. All right, that's going to do it for tonight's show. What a great show it was. I want to thank our guests, Chris Jensen from Euless Trinity, Elijah Brooks from DeMatha, and Mark Soto. Again, if you're in the uh, Orange County area, San Diego County area, Oceanside is the place to be. Four big games over two days and for a great cause making sure that you check out all of our partners as well this week go to the website check out all the banner ads click through to them we've got echo 1612 instant replay on your sideline systems coaches you're a dinosaur if you're not using this you're also a dinosaur if you're not using crossover to get your game film broken down it's echo 1612.com and crossover with a k crossover.com forward slash football for your five minute demo go to southern sports TDI Razor website. It's TDI Razor with a U, R A Z U R, TDIRazor.com to get your great spats. Keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes and gives you the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. Discount on your order by using the code HSFA. Check out ScoreStream. Score along with everybody this weekend. Or just go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com to see how your favorite team made out on our searchable scoreboards. And all weekend long, check out USA Today High School Sports, our partner, our media partner, as we share stuff back and forth. You can also hear the two-minute drill on USA Today High School Sports, and that's USA Today HSS. Thanking Scott Z back in Ohio for keeping the show running smoothly. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network.